You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to Beth Mowens, who calls the Raiders preseason games on TV. We'll be in the booth for the Chargers and Broncos in the second game of the Monday Night Football doubleheader on ESPN to open the year. And we'll call games for CBS Sports this season with Jay Feely. Beth, thanks so much for taking the time. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Uh... Just listening to Michael Crabtree doing his thing still after all these years on that play for the Raiders. And that's one of the reasons why so many of us believe the Raiders could make a run to the Super Bowl, but you've seen this team calling the preseason action in recent years. Do you think there's going to be enough defensive improvement this year for this to be a premier club? I, I think that's the big question, and I, I think that's why Saturday's game is, is going to be huge. Um, you know, given the ones a, a little more time, haven't yet seen who's going to play for the Cowboys, hoping that their ones will, will be on the field too for a lot of that first half uh, to give us a, a, a better indication. But so far, I'm I'm right there with Jack Del Rio. There, there has got to be more improvement from that defense, um, you know, from based on what we've seen so far. Some similar issues to what they had last year. When it comes to the morale of the team. Uh, so far, it, from afar, it seemed like there's a lot of excitement and enthusiasm. Uh, but for what you see, based on what you saw last year and up until now, do you see any improvement, especially now that Marshawn Lynch is in the mix? You know, Cordell, I, I think anybody that's been a part of a team and understands that d- dynamic and, and the leadership that the Raiders have from Derek Carr on one side and Kyle Mack on the other, I think the guys um, have been all in uh, to follow those two. And you really you can't get a good feel for what I call the beast mode buzz unless you're there at practice or in the stadium. It is so real. real, real. Um, everybody in the nation just wants him to do so well. And he has been, you know, a model citizen showing up for every practice, running all the drills. I, I think there is a lot of excitement and Huge expectations on the offensive side, adding Lynch and, and adding Jared Cook. We saw them use their tight ends a lot in that last game against the Rams. We think that's going to be the case still um, once the regular season starts. I think a lot of it is going to come down to that linebacking core. It looks like Irvin on one side and Corey James on the other. Is Markel Lee the guy that can do it? Is there a safety when Garyon Conley comes back in the secondary at corner? Is Reggie Nelson a guy that can step up and be a leader, you know, in the middle of the field there for that defense for the Raiders? I think is going to be critical. Beth Mowens is our guest on the NFL and tune in. Beth, as you gear up to call AFC games on CBS, let's try to ascertain the balance of power in that conference. Think about New England coming off the 14-win season. Greatest comeback we've seen in Super Bowl history and adding marquee players like Brandon Cooks. How much separation do you see between the Patriots and everybody else? I think there's a lot right now. Um, they made so many moves in the offseason that that on paper at least look like they're going to be really good. Um, and you know, after watching that Super Bowl, you just I, I can't I can't pick against Tom Brady uh, until somebody can beat him out there on the field and, and sort of uh, find a team that has the confidence to take them out. I think it's, it would really behoove somebody to grab home field advantage uh, by the end of the season. I think it would be tough to go into New England and beat them in an AFC championship game. Um, 
But, you know, I like what I see um, from the Raiders' offense. You know, you, you can't underestimate or devalue what Kansas City has been able to do consistently over the years. And, um, you know, even a, even Pittsburgh, with a guy like Big Ben has, has proven himself over the years in big games, will they be able to stay healthy through the season and have Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown together in a playoff game? That that could be tough for, a, for an opponent to stop. If you look within the division of the AFC West, um, it's probably one of the most competitive divisions in the game. I know we have the NFC South um, and, and a few other divisions that can – probably pull out maybe one or two teams within a division. But when you look at the AFC West, I mean, I think there's so much parity. I mean, you look at this this offense of, of Oakland along with the defense, you know, you, you obviously lay, you may lean towards the offense when it comes to Oakland. And you look at Kansas City, both sides of the football are really good, but the question mark is the quarterback. And now look at the Denver Broncos. They have Trevor Simeon. When looking into this division, do you see anyone that stick out like a sore thumb that you can say right now that may be in the lead of winning that division? Um, I, I would probably lean towards the two playoff teams from last year. Um, I, you know, unfortunately for the Chargers, they seem to have some of the same injury issues that they've had in the past. But you know, healthy, I think that's an offense that can do some damage. And I, I really like some of the additions that the Broncos have made offensively. The first thing, though, Cordell, that jumps out at me in that division is quarterbacks with happy feet with those edge rushers in the AFC West. It's ridiculous. Right. If Justin Houston is healthy for Kansas City, you've got a, a potential sack leader on every team when you look at Bosa and Mack and Miller. Um, I, I think it, the division may very well come down to that race between – can the quarterback get rid of the ball before those guys get to him? I think that'll be huge. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with Beth Mowens. Beth, history tells us the toughest thing to do is make it back to the Super Bowl the year after you lose. So we were talking about the Patriots putting together that monumental comeback. How much of a Super Bowl hangover do you think Atlanta is going to be dealing with? Also knowing they have to replace both of their coordinators. Yeah, I think that... You know, that's a really good division, too. I, I imagine that Carolina will be back closer to their Super Bowl team than they were last year. We saw um, Tampa Bay last week down, uh, down in Jacksonville. I think Jameis continues to progress, and the addition of Deshaun Jackson, I think, will, will make Mike Evans even more dangerous. So I think that division has gotten a lot better. Now, having said that, I still, I still would favor the Falcons um, in that division. But, you know, it, it, the hangover from that Super Bowl, I think, is going to be something to watch with them the first month or so of the season. Beth, how excited are you to, to now be a part of, I know you've been asked this question, the CBS broadcast team when it comes to play-by-play and being a play-by-play analyst. How excited are you about that opportunity? I, I, I mean, I, I can't wait for the season to get started, Cordell. It's, it's just going to be... Uh, great. I, I can't say enough about how ESPN and CBS work together um, to make this possible. And, and congrats, you know, by, the and congrats up, by the way. Congrats, by the way. What's that? And congrats, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, it's, you know, the NFL on CBS is, is, was what you watched as a kid growing up um, before the game started on a Sunday afternoon. And, 
and it's an institution, and I, I'm I'm thrilled to be able to be a part of that. And and with Jay Feely, um, you know, I I just I, I can't wait for things to get rolling. Beth, we've seen you connected to so many different properties. Yet at the same time, we know our industry can be fickle. So. Five years ago, did you ever think you would have this opportunity, becoming the first woman to call NFL games on a regular basis this season? Uh, you know, it's it's always been in the back of my mind, and it's always been something that I've hoped for and and really worked hard to sort of, you know, keep my name in the conversation. Um, and, you know, just kept my head down and, and kept trying to, you know, get better and better every time out. I've, I've been really lucky over the years. I've had some great um, male mentors and – uh, teachers and bosses that, that have helped me out along the way and, and kept pushing me along. And so um, I, I was always hopeful that it was out there, and, and fortunately it's uh, come to pass. And we're pleased that you had that opportunity. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be watching. Have a great time on Monday Night Football and all season long. It's the NFL on CBS. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.